Vengan todos a la venta para amigos y familiares de JCPenney hasta el domingo. Usa el cupón de 30% extra en la tienda y llena tu carrito con estilo y ahorros. Y obtén hasta 60% de descuento en joyería fina y de moda. Además, ahorra hasta 40% en ropa elegante para toda la familia. Compren juntos y luzcan de lo mejor este otoño. JCPenney, vale la pena. Selección de estilos, aplican exclusiones, cupón y oferta de ropa válidos hasta el 8 de octubre. Oferta de joyería válida hasta el 22 de octubre. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. Today on Divorce Court. I'm back at Divorce Court today because I want a divorce from Crystal. We went to counseling and tried to do things differently, but Eddie is set in his ways and he will never change. Even when I do everything that he asked me to do, he still puts me down and is negative to me. Crystal can't keep a job. After two months, she was fired. Eddie had a great job for three years. They called him in to fire him because no one wants to work with him. Eddie got another job after that and he was fired on the third day for fighting with the cook. I want the judge to tell Crystal today to grow up, be a mom, and a good wife like she's supposed to be when we agree to this marriage. Last time I was here to save our marriage, this time I want a divorce. Divorce court is now in session. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here with Crystal Bothy and Edward Bothy. The two of you have been married for two years, together for three years. You have a number of children uh, between you. You were here on divorce court last year on a Save My Marriage. Apparently, I was unable to do so because, Ms. Bothy, you are here today for a divorce. But before we get to our current problems, let's take a look and see what happened the first time around. I could walk past him or him walk in the door and say, hi, honey, how was your day? Uh, worse now that I'm here with you, I, I'll probably wish I could go back to work. Did you ever say that? Every day. Yeah, All you the did time. Say that. All the time. He would rather be at work day. than home There's with his got family. There's something other than, than the cleaning and the cooking. What is Nothing. it? Nothing. He's arrogant, selfish, and rude. <laughs> okay. Ms. Bovey, um, tell me what happened since we were here last. We went to counseling, and that did absolutely nothing. Um, he's set in his ways and never going to change. What are some of his ways that you find unacceptable? Um, he goes against me on everything. It doesn't matter what it is. We have no teamwork. We have no communication. He walks out the door. I call him and, you know, say, did you leave? I didn't even know you left. And he'll say yes. And I'll ask him where he went. And he'll say, it's none of your business. You're not my mom. You're right. I'm not your mom. I'm your wife that you don't respect. He just feels like nothing he does is my business, you know. Ms. Bothy, what do you think the problem is? It's her. <laughs> like, everything yeah. she's saying that I do, she does the same thing. She'll leave, go places, say she's going this place. And I know it should only take this amount of time, but yet when I call and ask her and text her and stuff, and her response is, you know, she's somewhere else. Well, if you were supposed to be at this place for this amount of time, why are you somewhere else where you said you weren't? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't tell me everything, every place you're going, so I don't see why she feels I should tell her and text and tell her every place I'm going throughout the day. It's just I'm giving her the same treatment that I get from her. She just don't see it from her point of view that way. I communicate with him. Uh -huh. I tell him everywhere I'm going, everything I do. No, you don't. I might stop at a gas no. station on the way home, and that's him saying I don't communicate. This man has never, ever one time asked me, where are you at? And me said, none of your business. I tell him where I'm at. 
you know, I'm always going out of my way to prove to him where is I'm at. Is there a jealousy issue here? Is that why where are you is such a, an important question for the two of you? Or are you two just irritated with one another? I mean, I don't think he's jealous because he doesn't care. Like, he makes sure he lets me know every day that I'm nothing to him. He does not care what I do. I can walk out that door and he does not care. Mr. Bothy, are you worried about her cheating on you? Or is where are you just, you're just irritated? She's grown so she can go do what she wants. I trust her. He doesn't trust me. But do you have that conversation about you don't tell me where you're going, so why should I tell you where I'm going? Is that accurate or no? Yeah, I mean, when she calls and texts all day long, like, I, if she says she's going to do something, I let her go do what she's going to do. I'm not texting and calling nonstop from the time she walks out the door until the time she comes back. That's what do she does me. Do you text him and call no. him nonstop yes, when he's does. gone? Well, I'm yes, sorry, let do. me take that back. Okay, so when he refusing to tell me where he's at, I'm like, it's really simple. You can just answer me. If you're on the way to see your mom, you're on the way to eat, just say that. How often do you call him and ask him where he is? Because, like, right now. I don't know where my husband is. Yeah, I mean, I don't it's do that. Stop. I let him go. He's grown. He can do what he it's wants. It's nonstop. He can do his I own thing, and that's fine. Back. But, like, if I walk up the stairs and he's gone, I'm, like, wondering, like, hey, what happened to him? You know? And I'll just call him, like, did you leave? He doesn't even have enough respect to tell me he's walking out the door. Okay. And then he'll just hang Why up in my ear. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got no, it. you say none of your business. Hey, hey, Why do I need hey, to tell hey, you? Hey, hey, I can leave. Let's talk about the finances. My understand finances is a huge issue in your home. Why don't you tell me, Ms. Bothy, what you think is going wrong there? Okay, so when we left here last time, Eddie had had the same job for three years. He was laid off the work. They said no one wanted to work with him. They couldn't put him on any crew. Um, they had to let him go. His attitude was bad. He was rude to everyone, and no one wanted to work with him. He was pretty much cancerous, and no one was going to work with him. Okay, Mr. Bothy, is that an accurate <laughs> recitation of your, your career there, that, that you're too difficult to work with? Obviously not if I had the same job for three years. No, it, uh -huh. was, it was somebody's personal excuse as to not bring me back. Mm -hmm. Have you gotten a new job since then? I sure have, as soon as I found out I didn't have Is that job. Is he currently working, Ms. Bowman? Um, he got a job after that at a restaurant, which he was fired on the third day for fighting with another coworker. Did that happen, Mr. Bothy? Sure did. At least I could get a job. You ain't had no job in six years. Uh, I, yes, so how I are you going to sit here and talk about somebody having a job when you don't work at all? When I was staying home, hey, I was hey, doing child no, you don't. Hey, I do recall from the last time that this has been a concern of Mr. Bothy's for a while, that you do not financially contribute to your rather precarious situation. We split everything equally. So, I don't know, like, I've done childcare. I had um, some boosts at the flea market. Um, you know, I just got a serving job. I just got another job. I've always took care of myself. I've never asked him to take care of me or my child. He doesn't have to do nothing for me. We go in half on everything. But if, you know, I'm short or anything, as husband and wife, we don't have no teamwork where it's like, hey, you know, the rent's got to be paid. We're just going to pay it. It's like, well, you don't have your half, and he's screaming at me and cussing do, do, at me. You, do you know why I say that? Because... Stop. <laughs> do you guys hold your finances in a way that you're responsible for half, you're responsible for half, and, you know, that's it? Like roommates as opposed to husband and wife? No, but it's how it has to be, because if I don't, then she won't have her money for nothing. Like, her <sighs> priorities aren't set on, you know... Take care of the bills first, and then if there's money left over, then you can buy your two packs of cigarettes a day that you smoke or go out and buy this and that that you don't need. Take care of your priorities, which is keeping a roof over our head and our kids' head, providing for them, and then do for yourself. Not do for yourself, and then if you have money left over, Are you're you going to use that for bills. Are you flagrant with the money if you're, if you're not required to pay half? 
there has been one time I did not have my half, and it was not that long ago. And even though the man had a couple thousand dollars in his pocket, it was, you better come up with your half. I buy things for our children. I spend money sometimes on things I shouldn't. Every female does, you know, but. No. Okay, well, all right. I buy exactly. things for our She's kids that they don't exactly need sometimes, you know, just to okay. do extra things I got for you. them. I got you, my understanding. Not for myself. I got you, my understanding is that you have a terrible problem at home with respect to the children. It's his kids versus your kids, and I wanna know how that's happening and what's going on. She's never one time been left alone with him until two weeks, three weeks ago. She went to the park with him by herself for the first time since we've been together. I got she you. ended up I breaking her arm at the park, like uh, off the monkey bars, and was brought home with scratches on her face and scared to death. I got you. So, Ms. Bothy, why don't you start out by telling me how many kids each of you has. Okay, so we have seven total. Uh-huh. He has five before me, he has one with me, and I have one from a previous relationship. Okay. You say that he treats his children different, differently than the one child that you have Absolutely. that is not his. Why don't not. you tell me why Absolutely. you believe that? Not. Your Honor, my daughter's birthday. I'm gonna give you an opportunity, really my, my daughter's birthday, he didn't tell her happy birthday, and hours and hours later, I finally got so upset that I left, text him, why didn't you tell her happy birthday? And he said, I was gonna wait until her birthday party. I said, bull crap, you don't do that. You wouldn't do that to your kids. It would be as soon as they wake up. Happy birthday, good morning, you know? And his daughter had a birthday three weeks later, and oh, first thing in the morning, good morning, princess, happy birthday, you know? He just, every, he doesn't like acknowledge her at all. He doesn't even speak to her unless it's negative or to yell at her for something. Mr. Bothy, now take a second. I know you mad at her and y'all don't get along and all that. She's a liar, but, she's but, lying, but I, but I, that's all she does. I, but see, that's not where I'm going with right. it, Mr. Bothy. On Christmas, not at all. he set the kids down. Stop it. Do you treat her daughter that is not yours differently than your other children? I mean, it, it happens. No, I treat all the kids the same. Just she as not. she does. She says that I don't do this, but she does the same things to my kids. Give me an example of that. Just like she's saying, I didn't tell her happy birthday until uh, whatever, like, yeah, my, I didn't tell my daughter happy birthday because she was at school when she first woke up and I was sleeping. So how would I tell her happy birthday as soon as she woke up if she was at school? But yeah, I was like, I don't have a present for her. Most people tell people happy birthday at a birthday party when you're handing them birthday gifts. Like, here, happy birthday, not no. all day. Just because that's what yeah. she does and that's her preference. It's anymore. not mine. I don't want to talk about birthdays anymore. Ms. Ms. Bothick, let me ask you this. You say that his kids are disrespectful towards you, and yes. you say it's a function of the fact that they're imitating him. Explain that to me. Okay, so every day they watch him disrespect me, and now it's become a huge problem that they are so disrespectful. They'll call me names, and, you know, it gets really out of hand. One day his daughter had sprayed out two cans of my hairspray just for no reason at all, mm -hmm. and I told her, you need to ask before touching my things, you know? Well, one day she brought my can of hairspray outside and said, will you spray my hair? And I said, yes, I will, but when I'm done, you need to take this back inside and do not touch my things without asking. Eddie had then took the hairspray, kicked it down the driveway into the garage and said, she's not your boss, she doesn't have to be your maid and take it inside. Mr. Mr. Bothy, what's your lie. version of that? I don't that even know what she's talking about right That's now. That's not a lie. <laughs> they don't respect her because she don't make her own daughter respect her. 
they see and follow what they see from her daughter. Like, her daughter can talk out of line and this and that to her, and it's, oh, you know, she gives her the chance to just, it just rolls off of her. Okay. It's nothing. Gotcha. So my kids are they're kids, just like her kid, so they're imitating what she, they see mm -hmm. as far as the respect that she makes her daughter give her. Your Honor, you know what? He's number one excuse to any time they do something wrong is, oh, well, they're kids, or oh, they watch your daughter do it. She's a typical, she just turned five, five-year-old, you know, that does things, but she's a great kid. You can ask him, has she ever one time told you no about something? I don't, don't ask Nothing. him anything. He's don't never, him she's anything. never disrespected him in any way, never. She's a great kid, a great kid. And you know what? She's scared of him. She wants to be at grandma's, but wants me to be with her because she's scared to go with him anywhere or be at the house. She's never one time been left alone with him until two weeks, three weeks ago. She went to the park with him by herself for the first time since we've been together. I got she you. ended up I breaking her arm at the park, like, uh, off the monkey bars and was brought home with scratches on her face and scared to death. I got you. I mean, all right, all right. Now I want to okay. talk well, about Miss Bo Hey, stop. <laughs> I am talking. You know, it's hard to respect either one of you because you're so disrespectful to one another and you clearly put your children far behind your petty complaints and problems. It's very difficult to even want to deal with it. You know what I mean? Because you have, it, it, it seems that you're, you're so hyped up over such small things and your children are just left in the wake of your anger and nothing is happening. So it's just really hard to work with you. I just want to put that out there. Now, I want to talk about the car. You, you want $5,000 from Mrs. Bothy because you say she wrecked your car. I want to get to that. I was driving. I was in the left lane. And a semi was to my right. A car then came in that lane. It went around me and clipped me. I did a 360, hit the wall, bounced back. I had injuries. The man did not even ask if I was okay. All he was worried about was his car. That was his first question, is my car totaled? Would you marry someone who had five children from prior relationships? Tell us what you think at Facebook.com slash Divorce Court. Divorce Court will be right back. So, Mr. Bothy, why don't you explain to me what happened with the car? So, back in 2015, I had bought a 2002 Acura RSX Type S. You know, I had been buying cars and flipping and selling them, you know, to acquire the money to finally buy these cars. They, you know, they're not cheap. And so I was trying to be nice to her one day and I let her take the car to go run errands or whatever, whatnot. And so she calls me while she's on the highway driving the car to tell me that she's on her way back or whatever from running the errands. And I'm like, all right, you know, that's fine. Be safe, drive careful, you know, whatever. And then not even five minutes later, I get a call back from her. She's crying hysterically. So I knew automatically that she had just wrecked my car. Mm -hmm. So she's telling me that she got ran off the road by a semi, which, you know, I've driven in the car with her plenty of times, and she's never just focused on driving. She has to text on the phone, smoke a cigarette, and you can't smoke and text and drive the car, so she's ended up driving with her knee. And then she had just told me she got off the phone with her mom right before that, so obviously she wasn't paying attention. This car was a six-speed manual, mm -hmm. and, you know, she's used to driving so automatic. So you need both hands. Right, so you can't just sit there and do all this stuff like you do in an automatic mm -hmm. car, which she's used to driving, so that just told me automatically, you know. She was a distracted driver. Exactly. You believe that the accident was her fault. Right, because did, she was... Did any powers that be, either the, the police or insurance company, uh, attribute blame to her or the other car? Well, the Kentucky's a no-fault state, so... And she said the semi kept driving, and 
so there, he didn't stop, so there wasn't no way, to, you know, to tell that the semi verted into her lane and that was the cause of the accident. Okay. Witnesses Bothy, made a why don't, why, why don't you tell me your side of that story? Okay, so he had told me that I could use his car. What happened was I was leaving the house, and I said, oh, I got to stop and get gas before I go pick up my daughter. And he said, well, you can just take my car. So I was driving. I was in the left lane, and a semi was to my right. And he came over at me, but I wasn't to the front of him to where I could speed up, and I wasn't to the back of him to where I could slow down. He was dead center of me. So what I did was um, I got over quickly. A car then came in that lane. It went around me and clipped me. I did a 360, hit the wall, bounced back, hit again. Witnesses had stopped and said, like, we seen that semi come right over at her, and he caused that wreck and kept on going. Mm -hmm. So um, it was a no-fault accident. Right. So um, I had injuries. The man did not even ask if I was okay. All he was worried about was his car. That was his first question, is my car totaled? No, didn't know if I didn't have I my kid with me, didn't know okay nothing. First. Just yeah. asked so if his car lying. was okay. That's all he did. What, what did you say, Mr. Bowman? I said the first thing I did was ask no, her if she was okay. That and was my I family member's first thing. Do you know he didn't even ask if How you were okay? How would they know? Because my they dad's the one there. that called you and told you. And no, you, you called me said, first. How's my car? They you were called in me first. They could not believe that you were just worried about Mr. Mr. Bothy, Mr. Bothy, Mr. Bothy. So, I'm just saying, oh, the lies just roll off her tongue. They just roll off her tongue, I'm so Your tired Honor. of both of you. I'm <laughs> going to tell you what I want to do with the money that's going to be quick, fast, in a hurry. And I'm going to so, say something just to unburden my soul in your direction because I am so distraught. He got paid back, though. I, I don't care. No, I didn't. Not by he you. Did. How would you react to your partner wanting to split all expenses equally? Share your opinion on Twitter and Instagram at Divorce Court. Divorce Court will be right back. I'm so glad you two are getting a divorce. That's number one. Thank you, Jesus. Number two is this, whatever you do, don't come back here. <laughs> number three, I'm gonna plead on behalf of your children to be better people. You two are so busy throwing darts at one another, you don't see how often you're skewering your kids. You didn't tell me any stories about it, but I know it happens because that's how it works. You, you didn't say happy birthday, da, da 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 I'm calling and this and that and the other thing. You're so ugly and you're so immature and you're so childish and you're so small that, it, you know, your financial situation isn't straight. You're not solid, you're not on top of it. And you're, and you're beating each other up with every small thing that you can. My my hairspray, my this, my that, and that, that thing. Oh my goodness gracious, how your children are gonna become emotionally stable people with that kind of irritation, I don't know. How your children are going to grow up and be somebody that you can be proud of with, with, with two people who have no sense whatever about what is and is not important, I have no idea, but you better figure it out. Because the way it's going now, your kids are an accident waiting to happen. And I don't want that accident to happen. You need to back up off of how you feel about one another. Take care of your financial business and your emotional business. Stop throwing darts at one another. It's over. Don't be mad no more. It's done. It's finished. You're sick of one of each other. Be kind, be loving in front of those kids. You know, behave like you're grown. Behave like you're done. Even if you're not grown, fake it for a while. But do something. You can't get that money from her. You didn't demonstrate that it was her fault. That's just your assumption, mate, because you don't like her. And everything she does, you don't like. 
You, that's not evidence. That's just you not liking her. And I'm done. There will be no recovery in this matter. It is so ordered. I love Eddie, but a part of me feels like the love I have for him is the memories of when we first got together, the way he used to treat me, the way he used to make me feel cared for and wanted and appreciated, and he doesn't do that anymore. We're just not meant for one another. We've been split up before and we managed to make it work, so we're just gonna continue to do what we did before and make the co-parenting between us work for our kids' sake.